What if the specific message or topic your senior pastor was teaching on was also being taught on every age-appropriate level in your church? In other words, children, youth, adults were all on the same topic that particular Sunday. This is what Kyle Hammond's church is doing every week, and we're going to learn more next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And welcome everyone to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Steve, how are you today? I'm doing just great. How are you? I'm doing well. My son is still in the hospital with COVID-19. Hopefully his body will continue to respond and hopefully he'll have minimal issues once he gets out. So it's been a little anxious few days for us here in the Thompson household. That is some scary stuff. Uh, it can be. It certainly can be. But other than that, we're doing good. We're trying to be positive about everything. Uh, so this is uh, the Church Solutions Podcast. Appreciate everybody being here. Uh, this is episode, uh, according to Apple, episode 309. And uh, we've been doing this long before, long before Apple even existed. Uh, probably not. But we've been around for quite a while, serving churches and doing things. We're a tech company, but we work with all sorts of different uh facets of the ministry because we've all been involved and today is is no exception to that and by the way the church solutions podcast is brought to you by mychurchdaily.com if you would like to get your message on alexa on alexa devices on the uh, amazon echo devices you could have a daily flash briefing by going to mychurchdaily.com there's a uh, free trial and uh, we think it's a great little tool that you can use to connect with your church and we'll help you do it every step of the way. So after we're done here, not right now, but after we're done here, go to mychurchdaily.com and check it out. So who's our guest today, Steve Lacey? So we have Kyle Hammond. We have Kyle Hammond. Yes, and uh, I I remember meeting Kyle's wife years ago. She uh, is very creative. And uh, when I was on staff at a live church, which is where Kyle's at now, uh, she helped us do a little two-step, little dancing two-step. That's right. We danced. And uh, Kyle's wife helped us do this. So Kyle is uh, actually on staff at Alive, and he is um, he is involved. He oversees the kids' ministry at Alive Church here in Tucson, Arizona. That's uh, birth through uh, grade five. Uh, Kyle's a graduate of Grand Canyon University here in Arizona. He's got his bachelor's degree, and he's also got his master's degree. So, Kyle, thank you for being a guest here on the Church Solutions Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it, uh, Phil and Steve. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here. So thanks for the invite. Yeah. So the reason we invited you was um, actually my wife has been, we've been a part of the same church, and she's a children's volunteer. And she's just raving about the curriculum and the material. So we, you know, we we've, we've been around forever. So we've seen all kinds of things come and go. So she's been real excited. And Alive is doing something very unique with um, a program there. 
And why don't you tell us what it is and how long it's been underway and what it's all about? Yeah, well, first, it's good to hear uh, Tina singing praises about what we're doing because she's been a you know teacher for many years. So <laughs> to get her feedback has been awesome. But yeah, we, uh, we've incorporated a concept called uh, One Voice. There's actually an entire other ministry team and a ministry director over One Voice. Um, but essentially, the concept of One Voice is taking uh, the, the message of the weekend or the message of the series, things that are, the adults are going to be learning, things that the youth are going to be learning, and the, the kids, the elementary and the early childhood ages, and unifying that message all together. So if, you know, if the adults are learning one thing, we don't want it to be something completely different. We want to have the same topic and biblical themes and principles and verses taught, but they're age appropriate. So they're doing different activities, hopefully in a way that when they leave the classroom, they leave our environment during the week, they can have some better and deeper conversations about those biblical principles. So it's been really fun to be a part of. And, and kind of incorporate into our environment here at Alive. So, so the real challenge comes with, I mean, the, the senior pastors, oh, we're going to talk on faith and marriage, or we're going to talk on forgiveness, or we're going to talk on whatever. And he kind of, I mean, this is what pastors do. They just every week come up with what the, well, actually in far in advance, but uh, every week they're presenting a new message. And rather than just piping the pastor into the uh, two and three-year-olds area, um, <laughs> it's up to you guys or up to the, the church staff there to take that theme and kind of the same central messages and turn it into something that is um, age appropriate, you call it, but it, you know something that's entertaining, interesting, informative, uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, so that's why, um, you know, it's just great having, you know, different perspectives and different voices in those meetings. So essentially, we'll, we'll start having a meeting where, you know, we're all together, different levels of, of leadership of, you know, youth pastor, associate pastor, head pastor, and, and, and me in there, talk about some of the different themes and topics we want to teach on. And then from there, kind of, you know, here's what we're deciding on what we're going to do. And then how can we incorporate that with the youth and the kids? So having different voices and opinions and people, different skill levels. Um, has been a huge um, um, blessing in that area to be able to make those, you know, more, maybe more um, intricate concepts or biblical principles, start to introduce those at a, at a younger age. So. so you have a team there that I would think the biggest challenge would be the further you get from adults in taking that central theme and making it appropriate for the kids. So you have a, there's a team Adelive that is coming up with um, that material, curriculum yeah. material. What do you call it? Yeah, yeah, they're calling it. You know, they're calling it curriculum. You know, material essentially. So essentially, what we'll develop is um, content for early childhood. Um, so you know, from two and three year old up, up to preschool, that's kind of what we kind of group into one area of early childhood, and you know, introducing simple concepts into them, you know, Jesus love you, Jesus forgives you, things like that, things that they were learning at an older age, but those simpler concepts. So, you know, and, and, you know, providing everything on terms of a you know, teacher worksheet that's got all the activities and prep involved. Um, One Voice is really big on using video content, um, where the, or the, some of those biblical principles, those stories, the verses taught through a video, and the teacher is there to facilitate that and engage with kids during that. So, Really, they've designed it in a way where somebody can come in, get some initial training on how to do it, but then really be able to feel confident jumping into a classroom with three-year-olds, 
um, with second graders, third graders, you know, fifth graders, middle scores, whatever the age might be, feeling confident and comfortable to go in there and to be able to um, give them an experience that's hopefully going to grow them in their relationship with God. Let me play a devil's advocate here, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> wouldn't this, this seems like an awful lot of work. Why, yeah. why, why not just uh, buy, why not just buy some curriculum? Well, I think the, uh, and, and again, this, you know, predates uh, my time here at Alive. Um, you know, I came on to staff. You know, I was an intern over the summer last year and then fully took over in December of last year, January of this year. So there's a lot of things that, um, you know, predate my time here. Um, but um, again, with one voice, it's now branched off to its own um, essentially ministry that we're working with. So there's multiple people that are involved in that. That's, that's their full time. Um, because it is a lot, it is a lot of work, but they're seeing the value in, um, again, going back to con connected in unity, where we're all learning the same biblical principles and um, having those conversations with mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, who, you know, foster mom, foster dad, whoever's watching uh, over the, over the household, be able to, to more unify them. And, you know, if something like this was out there that unified um, churches, I mean, I'm sure there'd be conversations on, and, you know, purchasing a curriculum like that. But as, as it stands right now, there just isn't. And we're seeing um, value in, in producing kind of our own stuff. So, yeah. And um, so, so there's a, a team there. So they're, they're creating this content and it's available. I mean, obviously it's available for Alive, the church there. But are they, is there an effort or an idea to share that? With yeah, other so, ministries and what's that look like? Yeah, exactly. So in uh, January of next year, uh, it's going to be able to be launched for um, you know different series that we have kind of uh, developed this past year. Um, they've been kind of going back, retuning things. You know, we're giving them feedback on what activities worked, what didn't, what video kind of elements worked, what didn't. So they're kind of polishing that up, and they're going to be able to launch that in January of next year for other churches to go on their big or small, whatever the case may be. Here's the concept of one voice. Here's everything that you need. Um, download it, use it for your church. We'll give you the videos. We'll give you everything that you need to kind of get this concept um, up and going in your church environment. So there's yeah. been a couple of churches that they've kind of partnered with throughout the year, but uh, 2022 is looking like a year that we're, they're really going to launch that out and um, get, get the word out to other churches. Yeah. And reiterating this, the one voice um, program is to take the same kind of message to all the levels. So I'm assuming that um, if I'm a church and I'm, you know, there's going to, and I sign up for one voice, then there's, there's a uh, sermon note outline notes, outlines and illustration points and yeah. videos for the pastor, for the adults. There's something for the youth that's appropriate. And then there's something for the, the kids, which is where, I mean, from my perspective, I think is where the bulk of the energy would have to be involved in making a video and coming up with crafts yeah. and especially the wide, you know, learning range of kids, you know, something that's going to maybe stick with a, a two or three year old or, or resonate with a kindergarten. It's going to be too uh, simple for a fourth and fifth grader. So I think you just see a wide age range of learning over the over the course of those years. Um, so that's why, you know, with youth, you kind of have, you know, maybe possibly middle school and high school, but with, with elementary age and younger, you kind of have just different levels of learning that you can hit on. Um, so it, it does take a little bit more involvement with there, but I think um, the work that they've done, work that we've done to um, target those different ages um, is, is hopefully going to be able to pay off and, and meet those kids where they're at in their learning levels. 
So what's the, do you know the long-term goal or the big picture goal for Alive for, for this one voice? Is it to um, just be a, re- make a, I know that Alive has been really involved in the past with trying to create free resources for other ministries. Is this going to be a paid thing or is this going to be a free thing or a donation thing? What's, or what's, what's the vision for the whole one voice beyond the walls of, you know, the local church there? called a live church yeah you know in terms of um products and pricing and things like that um i think there's a plan to kind of shift for next year um, but there's some stuff that is even being able to look at um right now that is kind of for free so i think the idea mainly behind it is just to sustain the ministry and to be able to get this in the hands of churches so some of those kind of decisions are not um kind of under under areas that i oversee or are involved in per se um, so maybe you can get kind of some better um, information or, or things out of some other people here at Alive Church. But um, um, I know that it's the kind of the goal behind it is just to get this into the hands of churches um, for a, a reasonable uh, amount of, of money. So. so you said there's some things available now and then there's there's a plan to build up more resources in the coming year. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You can go on. Yeah. So on our, on our live church website, there's a link to one voice from there that shows some of the different products and things like that. And then they talk a little bit more about um, kind of the coming year. I may have uh, missed this, uh, but uh, you know, with the video and all the things that you guys are offering, I mean, how many people does it take to put this together? Uh, It just depends. I mean, you know, we've got a, a, pastoral staff here of you know five i would say um and then the one voice team right now it's it's a handful two three you know people four people depends on who they kind of have involved at certain times but you know they've got uh christy who's overseeing it they've got a video editor that's full-time they have someone that's uh, two three people that are working on scripts and things like that so it is a couple people involvement during the week and that's their main focus is is working on that yeah and um, and, and alive's not a big church i mean it you guys you're not a mega church so you right. guys are putting considerable resources into this yeah again from the um financial kind of aspect of it i can't really speak much to um yeah, the my people per se. people yeah uh, you're right um, but i will say that it is something that they feel confident in and want to get this um, and it's been so cool to even from my quick time you know here since summer of last year just to see how it's grown and the involvement and how right. we've you know how they really have taken this up and um make it into something really sure awesome. Yeah, I, I ask those questions because there's people listening or watching this podcast, you know, leaders and uh, people, elders and stuff. And, and they might be wondering, yeah, this is interesting. Maybe we could do something like this, you know. Yeah, uh, but but again, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, moving pieces, I think, to this. If you oh, want to yeah. reach everything, you know, all the different sections of yeah. the church. No, absolutely. It's, it's you know, again, yeah. being involved in something where it's, you know, the church itself and ministries are creating it mainly yeah. from the from the ground up it's it's a lot harder you know what i mean it right. be, would be easier to just you know purchase a curriculum and adapt it to your church setting but um the belief that we have we're confident behind it is we believe in one voice and we believe the impact that it's going to make on families so we're yeah. gonna, it's worth the effort it's worth the extra you know the sweat the extra time to um, work on that it's worth the extra time for me to look at things and adapt it to our classroom and be able to cast that vision to other 
you know, teachers and volunteers that I'm working with. So um, it's, it's hard for sure, but it's definitely, um, it's definitely worth it, I would say. So, and you participate on both sides of this too, right? I mean, there, cause there's, um, I mean, tell us about, uh, you said there's video elements and there's other crafts. What, um, you know, tell me more about it. Yeah. Um, so, I know there's, you know, essentially uh, what, what, what the kind of general flow is, um, One Voice provides a um, teacher guide that um, I look to send out ahead of time to my volunteers to make sure that they have enough time to, to pray over the lessons. There's a devotional in there that's written um, to be able to understand what we're going to be doing for the weekend. Um, but then when kids come in the weekend, it's typically a, a welcome activity that kind of gets their brains turning a little bit about uh, this concept that we're learning about this week. Um, and then we'll transition into a, a video teaching, which is about, you know, worship. It's about 15 minutes or so. And usually in those video teachings, you kind of have some sort of skit or, um, or situation that's happening with some characters. Um, I love that we're, you know, we're using puppets. I love puppets. I grew up, you know, in a church where we did puppet ministry. So um, I even get to maybe voice a couple of puppets here and there. So um, that's fun. And then get into kind of a teaching component. That's uh, usually it's been uh, me that's on camera. So when I'm in the classroom with kids, they kind of like do a double take. They're like, whoa, is that a guy <laughs> that's kind of fun to see and then um, go into some sort of uh, a reinforcement activity where um, you know for the younger kids maybe they're doing some sort of paper craft um, but for the older kids we're doing some sort of discussion we're getting the bibles open we're looking at memory verses we're looking at you know this last week we talked about you know forgiveness in luke chapter 7 and talking about you know the parable of or, uh, the the woman washing jesus's feet and then the parable of you know the, the forgiven debtor so um, having those discussions getting the bible open i love to see that especially with those older kids um, and then really trying to say, you know, how can we bridge the gap between kids that are leaving our kids ministry and then going into middle school? What do they need to learn and be prepared for going into that area? So um, that's kind of how, how kind of a service normally works. Older kids have discussions and things like that. And then the younger kids were doing some sort of craft um, or activity or game, but all of them are structured in a way that's reinforcing um, kind of the concept that we're learning that week. Yeah. So as the, the family, as you mentioned, walks out of church, the parents were in with the adults and the teenagers were in with the teenagers and the you know, younger kids were in with the younger thing. And so there, it's not a, you know, what'd you learn today? It's like, yeah, you know, we all learned about forgiveness. Let's, what'd you guys think about the, you know, wasn't that crazy or, you know, I assume the idea here is that there's a unified um, lesson that, that relates all the way through the, the ages. Yeah. And something that also, um, we do is have a take-home card. So um, for the younger kids, it's kind of like a parent resource. For the older kids, it's kind of like a challenge card. But essentially, it's got different activities and kind of gives a brief explanation of what the kids learned about that day and how it matches up with what um, the adults or the youth have learned. So that's um, in a way, and we kind of incentivize it by, hey, bring it back and you can get a prize from our prize bin. Um, but that's kind of a way to incentivize, you know, hey, show this to your parents, talk about it this week. Um, and come back, bring it back next week, and we'll talk about it a little bit. And if you if you complete it, and your parents signed off on it, you can get a you know fun little prize. So that's kind of a way that they've designed to um, get that conversation going during the week. If a parent doesn't feel kind of as equipped to, to handle have a conversation with their kid about you know, forgiveness or, or God's faith or God you know or whatever the case may be. So, so a couple other just um, I guess logistic questions. Um, Alive has services that are typically last around an hour. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm a church that has different time frames, um, how does if is there do I need to to match that same time frame for my or is there ways to um, stretch it or expand it or, or yeah, contract yeah. it? Yeah. So what um, they've done, at least I know for, for our kids area, I wouldn't speak to youth per se, but what they've done with kids is um, there's some supplemental activities that are typically provided. Um, these are things that um, if you don't get to, it is okay. Um, there, there's some form of reinforcement, but it's not the main concept that they want you learning. So, um, you know, if a service time runs maybe hour 15, hour 30, whatever the case may be, and a church wants to adapt some of those elements, um, they can possibly look at ways to stretch some of the activities, but then there also will be provided some supplemental ones um, that they can look at utilizing. Okay, we want to, you know, add this onto the end of service, or we want to insert this into the beginning of service, or things like that. Um, so there's some flexibility there with how it can kind of be incorporated uh, into the lesson. And then on the side of say equipment, do do I need a TV in every classroom? Do I projector in every tra- classroom? Do I um, the, I assume the, the supplies for the crafts are need to be purchased on my own or what's all that look like? Yeah. So, um, what they've done a great job with is for speaking to crafts is providing, um, a lot of paper, um, craft and resources and instructions just right on the sheet or on a supplemental sheet. So a lot of this would be, you know, you'll download the file and it, it might, um, ask you to get a couple things, but a lot of what we're doing with like the crafts and some of the younger kids stuff is, printing it off on you know, regular paper. Maybe you want to use cardstock if you're feeling, you know, fancy that day. And, but then it's usually just using scissors, you know, tape and glue to kind of put that stuff together. So um, digital resources there um, and there'll be explanations on what you might need to purchase. And speaking to video wise, uh, as far as I know, it's, um, um, you know, MP4 um, files. So we use um, Apple TVs in the classroom and get that up. Um, but, you know, that can be downloaded and, you know, um, stream or cast you know offline if there's some internet connectivity issues or things like that um, but they are um, um, video files that uh, however the church may want to to utilize those files can um, go ahead and do so so at a minimum i need a a, a television or a large television. screen right right yep okay absolutely. yeah and that's that's the that's the again the idea behind one voice is you know right we want to get people in the classroom that can that love kids that want to be around kids um, and maybe they don't feel as confident in sharing this kind of story with them. Um, but the video will allow that to happen. And then you'll be there to kind of supplement and facilitate and engage with the kids during that. So, yeah. So there's video for all ages, all yep. the way down, all, all the way up. Childhood elementary um, youth, um, not for, you know, adult teaching, but there are, you know, talk notes that, that pastors would use for. Right. Yeah. And there may be suggested video illustrative illustrations yeah absolutely suggested illustrations different things like that all right let's see so um phil you have any other questions i was gonna throw you a curveball kyle it's probably not a curveball but uh why why did you get into kids ministry man that's a great question um i grew up uh, in the church i grew up at a church here in tucson um my whole life and um, always loved being a part of uh, kids ministry. As soon as I was able to volunteer, help out going to, to summer camps, um, you know, teach on the weekend. Uh, during college, I worked at a camp, uh, a summer church camp here in Tucson, just down the street from Alive, all summer pretty much. Um, it was like VBS, but 
you know, five days a week for eight hours each day. So it was like, <laughs> it was a lot, but I always loved being around kids. And I went to school originally to be a teacher. Um, my sophomore year uh, at Grand Canyon University, um, I did an observation um, time uh, at a local school. And um, I don't know, just something hit me when I was in that experience that this feels a little different than being a part of uh, ministry. Um, I, you know, I was like, I don't know if I want to teach kids how to do <laughs> how to do math or science. And so I was really in a time where I didn't know what I wanted to do and um, thought about it, prayed about it and relied a lot on friends and family um, and some counselors and just decided to say, hey, I'm just going to stick out, get a degree. And then from there, just see what God has for me. Um, I worked for GCU after I graduated and um, I received my master's degree in uh, mental health um, just because I was kind of interested, interested in, in my own mental health at the time. And just um, it's really cool learning it from a Christian perspective, going to a Christian university. Um, but the job I had at that time, it was, you know, I was sitting down making calls all day. And I said, man, this is not for me. And so my wife kept pushing me and different kind of seeds have been planted about going into ministry throughout college that I kind of really just pushed aside and said, God, I don't really know if this is for me, or maybe I just wasn't listening to God. And finally, an opportunity came up last year um, to do a um, internship here at Alive that had no um, securing of a job or anything. It's just to learn about ministry, um, learn about all different types of ministry, but really focus on kids ministry. And the, and the current kids, uh, the, the kids pastor at the time was in a season where she was stepping out of ministry and uh, really things just lined up and God has been really favorable and, and blessed me and, and my wife, Lauren, um, during this time. And we're close to family. So, and I've loved uh, every second of it. Sometimes it feels like, you know, being young and new to this, it feels like I'm drinking from a fire hose at times, learning all this stuff. But um, every day there's something new. I mean, I get to talk to you guys. That's cool. <laughs> um, and um, it's been really fun. It's been awesome. And it's been really cool to be accepted by a live church, the staff here and in the families and in, in, in this community. So. What would you tell somebody that's thinking about getting involved in the children's ministry? Man, I think that's tough. You got to, I think at the, at the root of it, you got to love kids. Um, and if, if, you know, what gets me excited, what gets me pumped up is seeing kids and really seeing families on the weekend and during the week and things like that. Um, but then also just knowing there's a lot more, more to it than I thought uh, it would be. It's not just showing up on the weekend and, um, um, you know, having fun. It's, you know, doing a lot of planning, leading, um, you know, just a lot of leadership, organizational skills are important. So, but if you love kids and you have a passion for serving the kids, I mean, it is so awesome. Um, it just goes down to what you prioritize and what you want, um, you know, in, yeah. in your career and your job. So I love it. I wouldn't change it for anything. And I'm really happy to be kind of where I'm at and learning something new every day and, and taking, um, you know, maybe failures or taking step backs in, in stride and just trying to grow and get better and, and grow closer to God uh, throughout this whole process. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Great. Super. Well, um, let's uh, repeat again how people can get the one voice and then how people might be able to get a hold of you. Yeah. So if you head over to alivechurch.com slash one voice, um, you can see some information on there. It'll redirect you just kind of to their entire page, um, their you know, products, features, talks about how you can contact them if anybody has questions. Um, and what was the second question? How, did, how could people get a hold of you? They want oh, yeah. to reach out to you. Yeah, if anybody wants to email me and, and chat and get some more information, you can email me at kyle at alivechurch.com. That'll just go right to me. And uh, I would love to chat and, 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 um, and share some words. So 
Sounds good. All right. We've been speaking with Kyle Hammond from Alive Church in Tucson, Arizona, and uh, talking specifically about the One Voice program. And uh, look, if you've missed that or you just uh, you want to just reach out to us, we can pass information on the Kyle support at streamingchurch.tv. That's one of our products, and we'd be happy to talk with you. And this is brought to you by MyChurchDaily.com. So you get a chance here after this podcast, go to MyChurchDaily.com, check it out, and uh, maybe you can get something on Alexa, the the flash briefing, easy to do. We'll help you every step of the way. Kyle, thank you so much for your time today. Take care. All right. And Steve Lacey, thank you for your input as usual. Being a part of it. And my name is Phil Thompson, and thank you for watching and or listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. Please take care of yourself. We'll catch you again next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast.